Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I'm not going to get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, You Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about Today in the radio show, Jason Smith's going to join us in the next segment. Then Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then, and then every uh, every football season, I walk into the bank and I ask for 10 crisp $100 bills. I, I This is before the college season begins. I, I bring them in, I hand them to Jeffrey, and I tell him to go forth and invest. And uh, it's been foolproof, honestly, until last year. And we're looking a little shaky right now. Just a little shaky. We're going to need a strong a rally. We're going to need a rally, right? Like a, and I, I don't care for your tone right now. And the S&P 500 has been rallying. So I've been looking at my various alternatives mm-hmm. where I could have put my money. And uh, the S&P 500. Listen, I could have closed up shop. Has been rallying. But you needed the content. But we do. I do appreciate the content and the picks. But mostly I appreciate the money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we'll get Jeffrey's bets in the second hour as well. Jason Smith, then Chris Harrington, then Jeffrey's Betts. Uh, big day here in Memphis. Let's see the uh, few headlines real quick. The uh, men's soccer program. We've been talking a lot about the women's soccer program. Not to be forgotten. The men's soccer program got their first NCAA tournament win ever last night, beating SIUE 
Easy for you to say. Uh, number twenty fourth ranked team in the in the country, the only undefeated team in the country. Uh, but you bring them. You know what? This is our house. Absolutely. You don't come into our house and uh, and escape with a soccer victory. And the men roll on. The women play today against Notre Dame. So uh, Memphis, as a soccer power, continues. Uh, it was election day yesterday, and uh, and wait, uh, what? Yeah, no, it was election day. It was the second. It was the it was the runoff day. You know, like for ah. those who had to go to the runoff. And so I suspect not many people voted. Not many people voted in the first round, but in the second round. It's it's talk about women's soccer. How about women politicians right now? Because of the results yesterday in the runoffs, seven of the for the first time ever, seven seven of the thirteen members of the Memphis City Council will be women. So there you go. Uh, maybe, maybe things will get better. Possibly things will get better. Uh, because by the way, it was two years ago today that Young Dolph was shot and killed. Do you remember that day? I, I mean, I. For so many people, that was a obviously a tragic event. This is stories. The guy's freaking buying cookies. He was handing out turkeys earlier the day. Yeah. I mean, I do remember on right around social Thanksgiving. media, it became a big. You saw people's grief like immediately, uh, an outpouring of that. But that was that was two years ago. That was two years ago today. We do have uh, NFL to talk about. We've got uh, let's see, Tigers play tonight. Memphis basketball Tigers. They play Alabama State. Not a very good team. No penny. No penny tonight. Correct. Final game. Uh, final game of his suspension. We'll see if the Tigers can get through that. And then we got a lot of uh, we got a, a lot of college football tomorrow and a full slate of NFL on Sunday. You know, Jeffrey, I'm not going to play Believe It or Not, but I do want to – this is going to be a version. It's going to be uh, – here's my – the question will be, I want you to judge the verity of these statements on a on a on a one to ten. Okay. Okay. Ten being this is one hundred percent absolutely true. You tell no lie, and one is a that, that is a complete falsehood. Okay. Ready? So we'll, we'll maybe s- cap or no yeah, cap. It's sort of like that, but it's on it's on a it's a it's a it's a continuum. Mm-hmm. So one is, uh, I will tell you that the Bengals are cooked. I think that's like an eight. I mean, with Burrow, and is it because of the it's a it's the it's the combination of the five and five and the injury? Correct. Or is it it's, mostly the injury? well, and it's mainly the injury for me. Like, congrats to to Baltimore; they won the game. But I saw like a lot of Ravens people that were like acting as if they were winning the game when Burrow got out. Went out. They were down fourteen ten. He broke right. his hand. It looks like he broke his hand or wrist. I don't something know. he did something to his wrist. Correct. His reaction said it all. He couldn't grip the football. He couldn't. He could not grip the football. So yeah. you think? I, I'll, I'll be honest. The the mayhem in it's. I mean, we talked about this when they extended the season, and of course, this is not the product of an extended season. This no. would have happened no matter what the. This is season. this is bad luck. This is just this injury luck. But it does feel like we talk, like in the NBA. We have said a million times. Once you get to the playoff, tell me who's healthy. Correct. Let's look up and see who's healthy, and then we'll regrade this. You can you can say what you want at the start of the year. And then you can say what you want heading into the playoffs because it'll be a whole new picture depending on who's healthy. Because we know for certain there will be a lot of players out or diminished yep. capacity. Or and why in the end, largely, why was Denver the champion? They had a the best player, 
But B, they stayed the healthiest. And it feels like in the NFL, like what have we seen? Hell, look at San Francisco. 100%. They looked exactly like killers when they're not healthy, not killers, like whatever else. Look at now, what do you make of the Ravens last night? Because the Ravens win the game, but they lose Mark Andrews, who is maybe the key to that passing attack. It's not the same as losing Joe Burrow, obviously, but I don't think it would be the same as the Chiefs losing Kelsey. Because we did see, remember, the first right. game of the year, like the Lions' 100%. biggest win. There's no Kelsey. And their offense looked very, I mean, their offense doesn't look great all year, but it certainly looked pretty bad that day. But to me, Andrews's loss is getting minimized because Zay Flowers is really coming on. And like as much as it pains me, they're getting good production out of Odell right now. Odell last night, four catches, 116 yards. And he Absolutely. looked explosive again. He looked explosive again. He looked good. Um, so you don't think that, in fact, I mean, I think it's a loss because he is like a like you could tell that first drive like they were they were it felt like they were scheming for Mark Andrews, yeah. and obviously like that um, to act as if that's a nothing loss, I would be, I would it's be a very significant loss. Yes, um, but I think that I would <laughs> much rather lose Mark Andrews than lose Joe Burrow. All right. Um, what's the level of truth? What's your level of confidence or truth in this one? This is—is right. is this a true statement or not a true statement on a scale of one to ten? Memphis has a much bigger chance of springing the upset tomorrow than Tennessee. I think that is like a nine. Oh, you really do agree with that? Yeah. You think Tennessee is Zippo? I would be. That would be one of the more shocking results of the year for me. And it's not, and this isn't even week to week. So, how, I, by the way, how are we going to feel about Hypel and Tennessee football? Um, but we're going to presume they beat Vandy, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but given the season that they've had, it, I think most Tennessee fans knew this was. If they, get, if they lose by, you know, by, by 17 tomorrow. Yeah. So the, if the line's 10, they lose, whatever. Whatever. They, they don't cover. Yeah. Um, I still think you feel okay because. You've got the new quarterback. It's it's Nico time. And the the little glimpses we've gotten of him, he's looked pretty good. And I think most people knew this was going to be a reset year. The hope was, well, Milton looked good in the in the bowl game and you know, he's waited his turn, whatnot. He learned a lot sitting there. I would I would argue the biggest problem that Tennessee's had this year, like Milton hasn't been awesome, but like to act like this is all his fault is also not fair. They've they've missed Jalen Hyatt as much as anyone, and they last week I thought it was a significant moment in the Missouri game when Thornton was starting to come on as like their deep guy, like their the, right. the 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 guy that you would always picture when you think of Tennessee's offense, like oh who's that guy that's like standing wide open, <laughs> right. you know, uh, fifty yards down the field, and he got hurt, and then after he got hurt, they didn't really move the ball. So I would just again Tennessee's been a completely different team at home than they have been on the road. But I would be stunned. Okay. If Memphis beats SMU, will you be stunned? I won't be stunned, but I'm not betting on it. Like, I just, I think SMU, A, I think SMU has more talent. And B, I know you can't always do this, but it is a data point. When you look at the common opponents, it's basically. Memphis beat them and SMU smashed them. Correct. (laughs) That's the difference. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's, but it's one game. That, that, and, and that's what you're hanging it on. You're hanging it on the fact that SMU averages 40.5 points a game and Memphis averages 39.7. Like, they're 
maybe Memphis can keep up. 100%. Oh, or, hey, guess what? Force a turnover or two. Maybe SMU turns it over. Or maybe someone gets hurt. Yes. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, lots, yeah. Lots of things it's, can It's happen. a football game. Do we mind that it's at 11 a.m.? Um, I mean, I, I think everyone always kind of prefers night games, but. Or even one o'clock games. Yeah. I mean, everyone prefers later in the day to kind of, you know, get, get up and at them. But I mean, well, it's, honestly, some of it is just so particularly for those. So you can enjoy the day. Anticipation is a big part of sports and the fun of it, right? Making a day of it. And there's no day of it. You're going to, you know, you're going to be up. Hopefully that it'll be a massive traffic jam. Uh, people having to get there in a hurry tomorrow morning. I'm going to go. I mean, the one and, good thing um, about the the quote-unquote early game, if you win, you got all day to celebrate. If you win, you have all day. And there's nothing quite like watching other football. There's nothing like watching other football while you've already won and you've had the big win and you're feeling good about your team. Uh, what's the level of truth of this one? It right. was, in fact, a game between Memphis and SMU that turned out to be the best day in Memphis football history. Uh, I'm going to say a three on that. Why? The best day is still the, the, the AAC title game. You actually won a conference championship on no, your home field. The best day was the SMU game because game day was here. It was, it, was, it was beginning at 5 in the morning, and it was ending at midnight. But are we was, talking game? No, I'm talking the Bay. I said the best day in Memphis football history. The game would not rank. I'll give you that. I don't think that game would be a better... If you just isolated the game, not a better no, game I, I, than beating Tennessee. You uh, I misinterpreted. No, you're right. Okay. I think it is, isn't no, it? No, uh, yeah. Nine. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Uh, the Grizzlies level of truth to this one. One to ten. All right. The Grizzlies scapegoated Dylan Brooks. Uh, I'm like a... Three on that. What's your, what's um, your I, I I do think they let the narrative play out. I would also argue Dylan was a active participant in that. I believe that multiple times the Grizzlies had told Dylan, when when they put the microphone in front of you, you got to stop. And he continued, he continued, he continued, and I got. To, I think it got to the point at the playoffs where they just decided a. They weren't ever gonna. They were never gonna offer the same amount of money that other people would, and so it was let bygones be bygones. But no, I mean, I don't. I don't think they actively worked behind the scenes to like scapegoat Dylan Brooks. I mean, I think Dylan. Dylan exposed himself. He he put it out there, and like that's the when it doesn't go well. Guess what? People clown you. But I don't think the Grizzlies were actively trying to promote that narrative. Yeah. The um, the quote, and this is uh, from a Chris Manick story uh, yesterday, was the quote from Dylan. What I didn't like about Memphis was they allowed that so they can get out of the woodwork. I'm not really sure what that means. And then I'm the scapegoat of it all. That's what I didn't appreciate. And then ultimately, they'll come to me on the low as men, one-on-one, and tell me something, but then not defend me when everything went down. See, and I also just don't agree with that. I I believe this to be true. Taylor Jenkins was very, very frustrated with Dylan's public comments, and Taylor Jenkins got there at every single press conference and defended Dylan publicly. That's 100%. Like, like I, vehemently. I, the idea that if, like Gabe was asking me last night, 
does do I understand why Dylan is emotional and feels like he became the scapegoat? Yes, I I do understand. Now, listen, it it takes some self denial there. Yeah, some denial lack of, of lack of yeah. self awareness to realize that you were the reason that you became that you were clowned on, right? Like, yes, but you were you were. I do understand why Dylan would be broadly speaking upset and why he was feeling like he was made the scapegoat for everything that happened with the Grizzlies, which, by the way, did not begin and end with Dylan Brooks uh, uh, last year. But the Grizzlies didn't do it. It's what you just said. I I never heard the Grizzlies scapegoat. I never heard them say anything, either honestly on or off the record, that Dylan was the problem, that Dylan was a cancer, that he was... I literally never heard any. All they did was let him was make the decision not to bring him back, which, by the way, they couldn't have anyway, given how much he was paid. I never heard them scapegoat him, even slightly. Um, he became the focal point and became the guy who was clowned on. Mostly by the rest of the country. Like, it became self-evident. You say what you say. We poke bears. Uh, LeBron is slow. And then you don't old. deliver. And the whole co- is old. And then the whole country is clowning on you. Yeah. But it, it wasn't the Grizzlies who were clowning on him. No. At and all. It, and, I mean, to me, a, another big part of that is, you know, your level of play also. I mean, I, yeah, I guess you, it, you stunk. Yes. Like you couldn't, you they, they were literally and didn't back it up. We were in an NBA game, and they literally wouldn't didn't guard, guard you. you. You you scapegoated yourself. Correct. You clowned yourself, and to try to pin that on the Grizzlies is uh, astonishing lack of self awareness. Um, okay, what's the level of this one? Um, he uh, uh, true or not true? All right, ten is a level of ten would be the most true. Uh, the Grizzlies did better when Dylan Brooks was the focal point in that organization. Because that's from his quote. Mm -hmm. The whole season was not what I wanted. I feel like we did better when I was the focal point in that organization. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Can I go negative? (laughs) Negative. Um, Was he ever actually the focal point? I mean, in fairness to him, that the kind of the weird, is it COVID playoffs not, when they played Utah. Right. He had a great series. Yeah, he was great against Utah. No, they went one and four. But he had a great series. He was a more significant. Yes. And that's when he was talking about the big three and us yeah. as the big three and whatever else. And they were. This this is true. When Dylan was better and more efficient, they were better. Yes. And and they would have been better last year. And they would have been better uh, uh, had he. Yes. Had he been. Had he been better. Um, you would feel unsafe. Going to Top Golf. Mm. What what time of day? Broadly speaking, there's no time of day. There's no time of day to to, the, to this whatever. Five o'clock, four o'clock. Um, after I've, you get off the radio show. So I'd say probably like a five on that. Like I'm kind of neutral. Like I I would definitely be aware. Like I don't. I'll tell you this right now. I'm not taking Aaliyah and my daughter. Right, but like if I if I have some buddies say, "Hey, you want to go to Top Golf?" I would probably say, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Yeah, it was interesting. I, 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 we mostly have avoided this story on this show, and the reason is this: 
Um, I think there's a lot of people out there, and I said this on Jason and John's yesterday, who sort of glory. There are certain outlets that glory in, like, why the hell is the New York Post? The New York Post yesterday had a story about a FedEx truck being robbed on the streets of Memphis, right? Yeah. Why? Because it appeals to, honestly, their racist readers who want to see young black men robbing a FedEx truck and thinking, my God, what an awful lot of control people are. Why, why, why is that a story in New York in the New York Post? It's clickbait. It's, click, it's racist dog whistle clickbait. And people read it. And, um, I mean, literally I saw a story yesterday. It was, it was a story on OutKick about, and I only saw it because someone sent it to me, about how the Memphis media isn't covering the story of the St. Jude researcher getting killed because the Memphis media is scared to highlight the bad actor of, of black people. Mm. I'm like, where, where are you getting, what are you, what are you talking about? Everyone in the, everyone in the city has covered that story. Everyone has covered that story. We on a sports talk show spent a segment talking about that story. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The idea that we shy away from covering any bat is, is silly. But I think, by contrast, I think sometimes people like to blow up as clickbait. It is clickbait and fearbait. Um, stories about crime in Memphis. And listen, if Ben comes home, he Ben is. Ben is coming home for Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. he started playing golf. And I am 100% certain he will go to Top Golf and I will have no problems with him going to Top Golf. Mm-hmm. Period. The end. There was a shooting. We talked about the. Yes, there was a gun. Yes, there was a gunshot at Top Golf. There was a gunshot at Mike Kroger. Also, I go yeah. to Mike Kroger. I, same. <sighs> um, Peyton, best regular season quarterback in NFL history. Ooh. Chris Canty said that on the way in. Okay, and I wondered actually, is that an insult or is that a compliment? I think and it's, is it's it a, true? It's compliment, which is uh, I always. It's a backhanded compliment, which is typically a, a an insult. Is he the greatest regular? He's, well, the argument was he's got five MVPs. Like, that's freaking ridiculous. You know who else is a really good regular season quarterback? Not a ton of playoff success. And and Peyton has more. Rodgers. Doesn't he have four MVPs? Does Aaron Rodgers have has four. four MVPs? Yeah. He's a pretty great regular season quarterback. Yeah. I, when I heard that, I'm like, that's an insult. Just to say, like, you you don't need to. You, if you want to, if you want to say it's a compliment, here's how it's a compliment. It's very difficult right now to make the case that Peyton is better than Brady. It really just like it, so. And the only thing you can say he's best correct. at is that correct. He does have two rings, doesn't he? He does, and I believe if I look up, I, I think he finished three and two against Brady and Belichick. In the playoffs. Um, okay, here's a, what's the level of truth of this one? All right. Uh, that new morning show mm-hmm. on Sportsmanlike. Unsportsmanlike. Better than its predecessor. Keyshawn, uh, so Jay Will. I'm, I'm not qualified. You don't to, listen? I, I just haven't listened very much. I, in, the mornings, in the mornings, I usually listen to, like, podcasts coming in. I think it's better. Um... I think it's I'll, better. I'll say, you know, and I, would, I, and I, I think say Chris Canty's tremendous. I don't think it's difficult to be better. That's what I think. Correct. So I have no the problem with That's had, your opinion. Other, I have no problem with that. The other one had bigger names? Yes. The other ones, the problem with the other one is the other, the other one, one should have just been names. the Keyshawn Johnson show. Keyshawn's great. 
I did not think he was great. I Jay Williams, I'm I'm I, I've, had, I, I've they, had too much of the. They Jay were Williams. both fine, but I don't think either of them were great. I think Chris Canty is 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 miles better than either of them. Yeah, I, I like. He's Canty really too. good. He's really yeah. good. Um and uh, and so yeah, I enjoy that. I have found myself, and I don't know if this is reflective of the fact that we don't have like it's literally it feels like tigers are bust right now for tiger hoops. Um. I have found myself not wanting to listen to a lot of sports talk in other than like obviously I do it four okay, hours well, a day. It's funny because I, 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 this one though. Let me ask you this mm-hmm. one. Um, people are starting to tune out on the Grizzlies. Level of, of of one to ten. Level of truth to that statement. I think it's like an eight. It's not necessarily tune out. It's just everyone's just kind of like, uh, wake me up when Ja gets back. It's right. It's kind of depressing. Well, right because now. obviously we've talked about the, the games this weekend, and yeah. and 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 from a local perspective, um, Memphis versus SMU is enormous uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Uh, from a regional perspective, Tennessee Georgia, even though I don't think anyone thinks it'll be much of a game, still, yeah. really significant game, right? Um, we've got we got the Tigers and Alabama State tonight, mm-hmm. which you know, barring disaster, should be a non-event. But listen, the Grizzlies are playing San Antonio tomorrow. They're playing, you know, Wembenyama for the first time ever. And it feels like it should be a thing. But it's like... Well, and on top of that, Boston on Sunday. And then Boston on Boston coming here. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's not fun. Exactly. That's it. It's just not fun. I told Mark this a couple of weeks ago. I'm having the same, like... Just emotional reaction to watching Grizzlies. Like I have to do it for my job, as I did this year watching the Cardinals. Like I'm sitting there turning it on. I'm like, why am I turning this on? Like I know how this is going to go. This doesn't really. This doesn't make me feel better. Like I'm not enjoying this. They're not. No, there's. You know what I mean? Even their wins aren't that no. fun. Like they're not. They're there's not a fun team fun to watch. It, you know? Right now. Like at least it's a freaking. And you know everything they do is looks like a struggle. Yeah. And it's just frustrating. And then they're injured. And they get more injured. Yeah, it's not fun. It's amazing how quick it turns. Yeah. right? it's amazing how quick it turns. Drew, Drew Hill wrote a piece about uh, should they punt? The, I, I guess the question was should they punt the season? And he had a couple points in this piece. He said one is what does that even mean? Like they've only won two games and they're not quote unquote <laughs> right. punting they're the season. Punting. Like they're doing a good job of punting without punting, right? Like I th- whatever. I think else. I think punt the season means even when Ja comes back. Well, th- that's the. Th- I actually I talked to him about this as he was writing it, and I said, "What does that mean? Like what? What to you? Let me ask you this: What does punting the season mean? Uh, it means." To me, I mean, like you're you're trying to lose, but at the certain points, like I don't know how you do that. Like, what, what, what? Because I think one of the big problems that they have is they have what you know. To me, of a lot of what we would call four A baseball players, guys that are like not great MLB guys, but they're usually good Triple A guys. They get brought up, but then when they get to the MLB, it's like, eh. Like you look at Laravia. When Laravia's in the G League, he's really good. When Lofton's in the G League, he's really good. I. I I, I guess what I what I would say is this is that of course it's too early to actively punt anything that would be stupid like yes. you're, you're still in a position where you're trying to scrape for wins 
And so when Ja comes back, you can get into the play-in, right? That's just that's what you're doing now. No one's – I don't even know what in, – in, punting normally means either sitting people, there's no one to sit, or trading people. And there's no one to trade who you would, you know, there's, there's no one to trade who you would want to trade, who would bring it like the, so there's no punting the season now. It's a silly thing to talk about. If, however, you want to console yourself psychologically, mm-hmm. like I, with my bills, the bills have not punted the season. I have punted the season. Right. And I am I'm literally this morning, before we came in, I looked at an NFL mock draft to see who the Bills would get at number 17 or wherever they'd be right now. And so I think it's okay if you want to, or at least I'd like the way you put it, until Jock comes back, want to punt emotionally on right. the season. That's different than saying the Grizzlies are going to actively punt on the season, which is preposterous. Of course they're not. Now, at some point, when Jock comes back, and they see what happens after that. Do they are they making a run for the playoff? What what are the what is that looking like? All of that. At that point, there will be a decision to be made. And the decision to be made will be will we try to do something to fortify this roster to enhance our chances of getting into the play in or the playoff or will we acknowledge that that's not happening and start positioning ourselves for next year? With the moves we make, whether that is probably not enhancing the draft pick, honestly, yeah. but but every move we make, thinking about next year, not necessarily this year, and on and honestly, then you could, despite the new rules in the NBA, you could you could you could rest players, you could yeah. then you could as an organization, you you decide, are we punting the season, meaning eh, we're, we're building for next year, yeah. and that includes enhancing our draft pick. Or are we going for it to try to get into the play-in because we really do think there's an opportunity here? But that decision will not be made until Jock comes back, 15 or 20 games go by. You're maybe at the All-Star break, right? Isn't that when that's going to happen? I think you're probably right. I mean, the other the other aspect of this year is even if it's not a competitive enterprise this year, so you're you know, trying to get as far as you can in the playoffs, it is still of high importance to me. They need to see and collect as much information as they can with Ja, Des, and Darren, and Sharon, Darren. Big pardon, to, to see what they got. Not only see, see how, what they've got, see what they need. Like what, right. what would, what would work better? You know, like they need, they need to collect information because there's no question. Like they have to get better. Like they just do. Like if this idea that all of a sudden, like they're going to just, Come back and then, when, like, if Ja were here, they'd be I, fine. I like, think, I, listen, this team's not very good. To right you, now. on that point, I think there was a hope before Stephen Adams got hurt that when Ja came back, they would be a legitimate championship level contender. Yeah. If not a one level contender, fringe championship contender in the mix, cont- in the mix yeah. to get to the Western Conference. Right. And if all things miracle. Yeah. And I think we can acknowledge that right now, even after Jock comes back, they are not that. No. It's hard to project that they will be that. Yeah. And so they need to do something. They will ultimately need to do something. And that's largely because the things that we thought or hoped might happen have not happened. Yeah. It's largely because no one has emerged between Jake, Zaire, David Rock, like that group. Yeah. 
as a legitimate fifth starter on a championship-level team. And then, in addition, Steven got hurt, Brandon's hurt, and so you've got a hole at the bigs, and then you've got another hole. And and without filling those two holes, you can't pretend you are even a borderline championship-level team. So they have to fill those yeah. things, and 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 I think, I think that's the other right. thing that was that's kinda... what's bracing about this. When Jock comes back, I don't think they're bad. When Jock comes back, I even think they're good. I think they're a good team. When Jock comes back, I don't think they are what we had hoped championship level contender. When Jock comes back, I think the other thing that we've realized there was kind of the thought maybe the backup point guard wasn't going to be as necessary. Like they could run their offense without having a true point guard. I think what we've seen is like they need. They need even in the backup role, like they have to have like an actual point guard. Like they look better with Gilliard when he plays because right, but they, they don't have a backup point guard. Yeah, you wonder if you can get by. And the thought was Des minutes. Yeah, you know if. Well, and then Rose right. getting hurt too. Like you know that, right. that was supposed to be a stopgap. It wasn't like you were bringing him in to be the backup point guard, but it was supposed to be helpful. All right, we're gonna take a break. Talk about all of this with Jason Smith, Chris Harrington, straight up at ten o'clock. Um, and then we will do Jeffrey's bets. In the meantime, I will tell you that uh, you don't have to wait for Black Friday to get uh, Black Friday sales at Robert Irwin Jewelers. They've got this just fantastic buy a gift, get a gift thing uh, that Howie's doing over there at Robert Irwin Jewelers, which is uh, with every purchase of $299 or more, you get a gift. So honestly, it's a way for shopping for someone else and getting something for you or shopping for someone else and getting someone something for someone else. Uh, terrific. Absolutely. Like, for example, uh, if you buy a two-carat diamond right-hand ring, two-carat diamond, two-carat diamond right-hand ring, that's only $19.99, you get a free Samsung TV, okay? You buy a half-carat diamond hoop earrings, that's set in 14-carat gold, 18 brilliant cut shimmering, shimmering diamonds, that's only $699. You get a free Apple AirTags or Wonder Boom 3 portable speaker, you buy a three-carat lab-grown diamond tennis bracelet for $28.99, you get a PlayStation 5. It, it, I, I can go through all their merchandise. You buy something for $299 or more, and you get a gift. Buy a gift, get a gift. All that's on top of the fact that Robert Irwin Jewelers has been here nearly 50 years. They're not some Johnny-come-lately, um, and they have been taking care of people particularly during this shimmering holiday season, for 50 years. They've got the meant-to-be guarantee whereby you buy your uh, a loose diamond or custom-made engagement ring and you have 365 days to return it. If you wish, free sing- ring sizing for life. They've got the diamond trade-up whereby if you want to trade in your diamond at some point for an even bigger, brighter diamond, uh, you only have to pay the difference. Um, it is the place to do your holiday shopping. And right now, they have their Black Friday sale Ongoing. Five convenient locations. Check them out online at rijewelers.com. Jason Smith coming up next. It is Jeff Gawkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. The Miami Dolphins host the Las Vegas Raiders coming off of a bye week, and it's my favorite game of the week. Vegas has the Finns as a 13.5 point favorites, and my lord, do I love that number. Twice this year, they've been double-digit favorites, and twice they've covered easily. Miami is a team that loves beating up on weaker ones and won't let their foot off the gas. Take the Dolphins and don't look back. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, great deal over at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets back with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. You place a $5 money line bet and win. Take a heavy favorite. Go ahead and win. And you'll get $150 automatically in your account if your team does win. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time than right now. App is easy to use. Bet on spreads, player props, whatever it is. You've got a lot of games this Thanksgiving that'll be fun to bet on. All you got to do is go to fanduel.com slash Calkins. Fanduel.com slash Calkins. Must be 21 or older, present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues, non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call Tennessee Redline 1 800 889 At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day. And for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shop Black Friday every day and get the best new deals all month long, only at Lowe's. Shop the lowest prices of the year on select major appliances and save an extra $100 for every $800 you spend on select major appliances. Plus, get your home ready for the season with Holiday Living 100-count LED string lights. Was $8.98, now $4.98. Because Lowe's knows deals. Valdor 1122, while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. 
Amazon's got the best deals on Black Friday. Oh, the best deals are on Cyber Monday. Friday comes first when it comes to saving. Monday's worth the way to what you've been craving. Deals so good it'll feel like stealing. Real cool message, could you make it less appealing? What's with the beef? You can get that too. Watch you call us? What's triggering you? Whichever day you're shopping, on, you'll save a bunch at Amazon. On Black Friday, Cyber Monday too. The weather gets cooler during the holidays, but the NFL deals stay red hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you want, you can choose from tons of pre-made bets already waiting for you in the FanDuel app. Or if you want to do your homework, you can make your own bets too. With live betting, you'll get updated odds on games that have already started, and you're going to get your winnings paid fast. That's so important. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the time to do it. Visit FanDuel.com slash Fuller to get in on all the action now. That's F-U-L-L-E-R. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Wow, it's holiday time already? Be the envy of everyone and get all your holiday shopping done at Massage Envy. Massage Envy has gift card bundles for massage and facials, gift baskets, and more. Stop by any Massage Envy location and they will be glad to help organize your holiday list. Four locations to serve you. Collierville at Carriage Crossing, Poplar at Exeter, Midtown on Union, and Germantown Parkway. Or call 901-290-2234. Hey, it's Jeff Calkins. You know when people ask if you have a good dentist to recommend? Well, I have a great dentist. It's Mehdi Sadegi at the Smile Center. I've been going to the Smile Center for years now. My three boys all go there too. Mehdi is skilled, he's cheerful, and has always found time when emergencies arise. I honestly couldn't imagine a better dentistry practice than the Smile Center. It's where I send all my friends. So if you're looking for a great dentist, go where my family goes. The Smile Center is conveniently located in Germantown, or you can check them out online at smilecentermemphis.com. Sit back and relax as you listen to the sounds of your carpet. Okay, your carpet doesn't actually make any sounds. At least not until you drop something on it, like a dreaded wine spill. But don't worry. If your carpet is life-proof with pet-proof technology, it can stand up to life's toughest stains. It also stands up to pets. It can even stand up to a third grader's birthday party. Life-proof with pet-proof technology, available only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Honey, can you swing by the post office and grab some stamps? Done. And drop off these packages? Sure thing, honey. Oh, and get the tracking info. Got it. But you haven't moved. I know. How great is that? This holiday season, the Postal Service is closer than ever with convenient ship-from-home services like label printing, free package pickup, and delivery notifications. You can send more holiday joy from the comfort of home. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Ship from home at usps.com slash holiday joy. Everybody's choosy about something. It might be your favorite snack. Two scoops of Rocky Road, please. Your style. Those earrings look amazing on you. Or the things you like to do with your best friend. You can be choosy when it comes to getting a COVID-19 vaccine, too. If you're thinking about getting an updated vaccine, there's more than one type available. You can find out more at wedovaccines.com. This message was brought to you by Novavax. 
Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Football and basketball seasons are in full gear, and BetQL is ready to help you win more consistently this year. BetQL is an absolute game changer if you're looking to find trends to help you win. Make smarter bets on spreads, totals, player props, and more. BetQL has already helped over 300,000 people with powerful analytics and community insights. Don't fumble the ball at the goal line or airball any free throws this season. Visit BetQL.com for their free daily analysis today. That's BetQL.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. If you're looking for the perfect gift for a teacher, coworker, I don't know, your brother-in-law, someone, anyone, something to put in a stocking, they have this great thing at Majestic uh, on... Uh, on November 29th, Majestic Grill, they've got uh, half-price holiday cards. So you buy $50 gift cards for $25 until they're sold out. No purchase limit. Cards do not expire. they got the whole place beautifully decorated. Christmas tunes will be playing. Go to the... It, again, it opens at 8 a.m. on November 29th. Half-card holiday gift cards. Half-price holiday gift cards. By the way... Majestic Grill, no better place to book your holiday event either. Uh, corporate event, family event, decorations will make your heart melt. Something on the Majestic's menu for everyone. You can go to MajesticGrill.com slash events. Keep your information and someone will be in touch. It is the Majestic. All right, joined now by Jason Smith. Jason and John, every single day from 11 to 2. So, Jason, I was, you know, earlier this week I was thinking, God, Jason and I seem like we're, we're, we, we, we're far apart on Memphis football. And then, nah. but I don't think so. Because let me ask you a series of yes or no questions. Ready? Okay. Yes. Uh, you were happy that uh, that Memphis beat Charlotte uh, last weekend. Uh, yeah, kinda. You were happy with the victory. You're happy that they got the win. Well, yeah, happy that okay. they, they got the win. opportunity. You yes. were very yes. okay. You were happy uh, and think the players deserve credit for their resilience. One thousand percent. Okay. You yes. you are skeptical that Memphis will beat SMU this weekend. Yes. And you are skeptical that Ryan Silverfield deserves a contract extension at this point. Oh, no, he's already earned it. I mean, unfortunately, because of this schedule. I mean, you're, we said, we, we were talking about this before the season, Jeff, like, you know, what would he have to do? Right. Because you're not, you're not going to fire a coach that's, what, 8-4 and four or whatever it is. Um, and so we were discussing, like, you know, what kind of record against this, uh, again, a schedule that, you know, I, I think was yelling for at least eight wins. You know, we, we discussed the scenarios, and so I think Ryan's already at the point now where we're we're talking about extension. We're just, you know, this at this opportunity as much as it's about you know keeping AAC title game alive. It's about people getting behind Ryan Swordfield. People starting to believe that this thing's headed in the right trajectory. That you're truly capable of beating. Uh, one of the best teams in the AAC, meaning hopefully that you are one of the best, and so that's that's what this is about. Is it contract? This is not for a contract extension. I think he's already getting that. Do you uh, because of, because of what they've done against again a a a, a bad schedule? 
I, I guess my larger point is that I actually think you and I pretty much agree on everything. It was just a, 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 a disagreement slightly in emphasis, but I think that that we're we're a little we're, we're not persuaded yet at the that the the at the total at the direction of the program, but yeah. we're we, we're grateful for the players and the resilience they've shown, and we'd love to see a win uh, on Saturday. In terms of the contract extension, it's interesting, and maybe Jeffrey has this idea. And I think it's right that there are contract extensions and there are contract extensions. Mm-hmm. Like if I found out that if they lose to SMU and Ryan Silverfield gets a big raise and a new four-year deal, I'll be honest. I'll think, what are they doing? That's what I will think. But, but see, it, We're not so far apart at all. Yeah. But if I think if it gets two years, no real more pay, a year or two tacked on, still easy to move on next year if they need to, then, mm-hmm. then I think that's appropriate, right? I think 100%. he has earned that kind of a contract extension, not the tear up your contract. We're going to make you even richer, Jeffrey. What do you think? Did you what, what, what do you what, what do you what do you think is the? It's all about buyout language. Like you can tack on more years. It's all about what what happens to the buyout. Like that's that's when I say fake extension versus real yeah. extension. It's I think all he's about, earned a fake extension. Yes. I don't think he's earned the, a real the extension question, yet. The question is, does he earn a real one if he does get to an AAC title game? And say say he goes down in dramatic fashion. Uh, does the language then change? Is, is there a difference there? If they do, again, make an AAC title game, does that extension become a little bit more real? Now that's that's the question. What, I think what, that's, that's what he maybe can still earn is, is, is a difference there. I do wonder, does it matter? Let's. There's a lot of things that could happen tomorrow. They could win, right? Sure. And I think if they win, it's pretty hard to say that, that he doesn't deserve a, you know, a reasonable extension if they win that game at that point. I do think it puts in pers- – it changes the lens through which you look at everything that's happened this year a little bit, right? It's like it's not just anymore. He just only can only beat crap teams. But what happens if they, if, they, if they lose a close, really close one? Or what happens if they win and then Tulane doesn't beat UTSA and they don't go to the championship game? There's a lot of variables here, right? Sure. Uh, he's getting, again, what happens in those, if he loses close and whatever, I think he's getting some form of contract extension. It's, but, but again, the, the contract extension matters in this sense. Sure, you, you can tell recruits you, you got some security, whatever else. And then maybe there's language in it to Jeffrey's point about the buyout where you can get, you can get off of it. But essentially, you know, Memphis's issue right now is whether or not its fan base believes in him. Because again, you're talking about an attendance issue. We know that. And if you're going into next year with Brian Silverfield having more years on his deal, it's about whether the fan base believes he's the guy. And so that's, again, you know, as, as great as I feel about, you know, this opportunity for the players, it's about the future and about if Ryan Silverfield can build some sort of faith, right, that, that uh, uh, at least for some is not there to get people excited about this thing and get butts in that, in, in that building as, again, you're getting set to renovate and everything else. I mean, that's, that's what this is about. And so – so if, you, if there's the contract extension, but there's no big wins, Jeff, you're still in the same boat in terms of apathy going into next year. And so, again, that's why winning games like tomorrow are so important because uh, Ryan Silverfield can have the contract and he can tell you know future recruits, hey, I, I'm fine here. But if there's nothing behind it, if there's no belief behind it, if there's no excitement behind it, you're still stuck with apathy going into what would be what, Ryan Silverfield's sixth year? So that that's the issue for Memphis right now. That's why they need – games like tomorrow because that's how you get people to buy back in it's sort of an interesting thing i don't 
Like they got the last the last home game was more than thirty thousand, um, which I was a little surprised and impressed by. Um, it's not like it, it, attendance it has it is down. Like last year was an average of twenty six thousand one hundred ninety six, and that is down from uh, the previous year was thirty one thousand two hundred ninety five. So that's not trending in the right way. I don't know what this year is at this. The average is at this point. Um, it is you, you, the other thing you make an interesting point about though, is, is that whoever is the coach, like is someone is going to lead this team into a new era with a new revamped stadium. Like I'm convinced that the stadium stuff will go is, is one way or another, they're going to figure this thing out and it's going to go ahead. You need momentum. You need moment. You need a, you need a football program that's worthy of what are they what are they talking about 200 million uh 200 million in a new stadium right and- a thousand percent yeah and that, that again this would be so much easier if, if, if you don't get that you don't get that excitement and that momentum unfortunately for memphis winning the past four games that you have you get it by winning games like saturday and again you know getting to ac title games that's what good to great we've made the point i mean it's not changed we're not moving goalposts here that's what you have to be at memphis to move the needle and uh unfortunately for ryan superfield that's the job so you can you can be sitting there at eight and two and, and looking around and saying why more aren't more people talking about me in the city of memphis and that's why, because they, they, they want good to great. And you get there by winning tomorrow. So what home. is the, what happens if, so, I mean, the likely scenario, I, you and I, we both hope they win. The likely scenario is they won't win. They're not favored to win, right? So if they don't win tomorrow, then they beat Temple. It means we're going to be stuck in this damn place of some and people hating him and some people right. thinking and you don't give him enough credit for a whole other be, year. Yeah. It's the worst <laughs> place to be is in the middle because if this had gone poorly, then at least you could sell hope, right? You could sell a new coach. And what you could tell yourself is that, okay, maybe the momentum's there. Um, when you're in the middle, again, uh, apathy, everything else, it's the worst place to be. And that's why, again, whether it was the two-lane opportunity at home, you're up in that game, you end up losing by double digits, or tomorrow, you've got to get these, these ones that are at home. You you have to uh, – uh, it's much like we said with, with, you know, Memphis at Missouri. I realize different situation, basketball, but we said, again, for the key goal, get out of the 8-9 slot in the NCAA tournament, you have to have road wins like Mizzou, gettable wins. And tomorrow is gettable, not in the sense that look at the line, you look at SMU, best scoring offense, best scoring defense, but in the sense that it's at home. And you're supposed to be, right, with a third-year starter, with an offense that's playing just as well as SMU, you're supposed to be able to win this game. You just are. Yeah, um, and, and, you know, I heard all the excuses in the world yesterday because we had the conversation about, you know, tickets and where this program is, about NIL and everything else. And with all due respect, and I realize the uphill battle that it is for Memphis football, with all due respect, nobody wants to hear excuses. Everybody's got them in college athletics, everybody, and especially at this level. But it's about, again, winning big games. That's how you get people excited. And, and it basically boils down to that simple. So, so you know, I, listen, we, my, my father and I didn't get to do the Bears game. Uh, this uh, you know this this year because mom passed everything else we're going to go up there with John so tomorrow uh, he's in town uh, from Belize I'm we're going to do this at the Memphis game Are we're going to be blacked out yeah yeah three generations I'm taking Chris you asked about the 11 a.m. kickoff I like it because frankly if it if it if if it doesn't go well Jeff if it's third quarter and the game's over we can get out of there and have the rest of our day you know what I'm saying and get in and, and pull out because that's what people are going to do tomorrow if Memphis loses unfortunately. 
a lot of people are going to check out on this season. And I suppose when they see the news, you know, at some point that Ryan Silverfield's got an extension, we'll say, oh, yeah, great, you know, two more years or four more years or whatever. So we're going to have three um, generations so, of Smiths so at pray. the game. That's yes, fantastic. Yes. Have you decided where you... My, I am buying my tickets from the University of Memphis to do my part for everybody that texted me yesterday. Um, yeah, we're going to try to uh, sit in that $70 section and uh, more importantly, just try to have a good time and hopefully again, again, do not get me wrong because a, a loss tomorrow doesn't change anything. I, I don't come in Monday saying, well, fire Ryan Silverfield. That's done. No, right. And that, that, that should not be a conversation at this point. But what I am saying Monday is, man, you know, where are we now? Because again, um, this was another opportunity to get people excited and, and you missed out on it. Hopefully it's the other way. And this again, go back to the point, be so much easier to talk about when you're winning big games. What are you going to wear? All black, baby. So they're calling for a blackout. I'm all in. I'm all in. I have dad in all black. I mean, again, I'm, I'm concerned about him because, you know, 55, 57 for where he's been the last seven, eight years. Uh, that's, uh, you know, dad's 73 and everything else. So we're going to, I'm, I'm bringing extra layers for him. And, uh, but it's supposed to be sunny and everything else. I got a feeling it's going to be like a perfect football day and nobody's going to be, he won't, the old man won't be shivering. But listen, Chris hasn't been, and, and John loves to put this out there. We haven't been to, I haven't taken Chris to a Memphis football game since senior day 2017. It's Anthony Miller's, I think, final game against DCU. It's been a long time. And again, winning big games like tomorrow is how you get us back. It's not, and forget us, I'm just using us as an example. Right. It's how you get, get folks bought back in. And so hopefully it happens, and uh, I highly doubt we'll be storming the field. But I tell you what, you get to win tomorrow, <laughs> we'll, see, be, we'll be feeling Jason real good. Hanging and on the goalpost, and, and I will have a great story to tell on Monday about how Memphis went out and won a big football game uh, in front of three generations of Smiths and hopefully thirty-five thousand plus fans. I don't think it's a. Now I would love to see you and your dad on the goalposts. That would be great, but. I don't think unless they win. No, it's not. Total, it's, a, it's a gator. It's a it's gator. It's not a storm the field. Ryan. It's a, yeah. No, it's no, not no. a storm the field game. I think we talked about this right? kind of with Tulane, you know, and it, and it's fun. It's great that Memphis has put itself in this, you know, in this spot to have one of those. But I think it's a, it's a, it's a. I think it's a definite monkey off the back sort of win for Ryan, at least in the sense you get a Gatorade bath and you finally won a big conference game and can call yourself one of the true best teams in this conference. And that's what we said Memphis had to be this season. And so I think in, the, in that sense, Ryan absolutely would deserve a Gatorade bath. What, they're eight-and-a-half-point underdogs tomorrow at home. So it would be his best win. Uh, I don't care about UCF and breaking the streak there. I don't care about Mississippi State. This would be his best win, I, I, no doubt about it. Do you, uh, as a Bears fan, do you, have a, gets it. do you have a conviction between Drake May and Caleb Williams? Do you have a preference? Not yet. Not yet. Um, I'm assuming that, you know, eventually you know, it'll end up being Caleb. Um, but all of that said, man, I – you talked a little bit about it. I heard you guys talking about it on Monday. What I saw from Jaden Daniels, and, and I know it was against the Florida defense, and, and they needed every bit of what he did, but I just don't understand how he's like the sixth, seventh rated quarterback in this draft. And so I, well, I'm curious to see, Jeff, if anybody else can come up. It, does, it feels like right now Drake and Caleb on every mock I've looked at are the clear-cut two above the rest of everyone, whether that's Penix, whether it's uh, Carson, whether it's uh, you know anybody else. And so right. I'm just curious if, because uh, that guy, I mean, that kid's got every tool it looks like in the book. And uh, I don't know. Ultimately, I think it'll end up being Caleb Williams because I do think the, uh, I think Carolina's going to end up with that one pick. That'll be us. And there'll be so much pressure on uh, Ryan Poles, our general manager. You know, uh, I think he'll end up going with Caleb Williams just based on, you know, the, the, the talent alone. 
Thanks, Jason. We appreciate it. Take care, brother. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Jason Smith, every single day from Love On that point, Jeffrey, um, you, you are in this fray. Yeah. Do you want, do you for your Giants, do you want Caleb Williams or Drake May? And then let me ask you this, the second part of that question. I was, because as you know, I was, I have emotionally punted on the Bills season. Yes. And so I am looking at, drop, at mock drafts today. The next quarterback in this particular drop uh, was J.J. McCarthy, but then Jaden Daniel, Jaden Daniels is the is the next one. Uh, Shador Sanders isn't coming out, but he was the next one, and then Bo Nix, and then uh, Penix Jr. Do you have conviction about any of? First of all, one and two, yeah, and then secondly, do you have conviction about any of the others, good or bad? In the end, I still think Caleb's going to go one, and if I had the number one pick, I'm taking Caleb. Are there things that concern me? Yes, but it's, it's just all those stuff. It's you. It's not really football related. Right. Like I was thinking about even this the Oregon game this weekend, where he's down a bunch of linemen. They're they're banged up. They're not playing for anything. He was really freaking good. Like he 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 just every time I watch him, like he has some throws where you go, all right, he's trying to do too much, but I still think he's the best. Drake May's Drake May's very good. I'm just getting whiffs of Herbert with oh with Drake well, what's May. What's weird is is that that's the, that is the comp that everyone makes, not in the non complimentary way that you Correct. mean it. They mean it in the big athletic make all the throws. Absolutely, he is Justin Herbert. Yes, but I don't know. Like I. You'd get behind him if he's the Giants right. quarterback, I, I presume. Mean, listen, if Herbert were the Giants quarterback, I'd be behind right. Herbert. Like, what, what are you, you going right. to do at this point? And you would, you, you would want them to, to draft Drake May with a number two pick. I think so. I'm now – Daniels really is. This year he What's is – What's the knock impressive. against Daniels? Given what so, he's putting up, why is he Why is he not – in this most recent – he wasn't even at the third quarterback. So the knock against Daniels prior to this season was – very slow making his reads. Uh, he had to see guys open. It didn't anticipate well, whatnot. This year he has done all that. I mean, this year he has been – he has made more throws this year that have made me go, oh, my God, than probably anyone else. He has been incredible. The one hesitation that some people do have, I don't understand why he's not moved ahead of it. Like, to me, he's clearly number three. I think the hesitation that some people have is, the amount of talent he has at receiver, right. like that, is he going to have that? But didn't hurt Joe Burrow. Did not hurt Joe Burrow at all. Uh, you don't believe in JJ McCarthy. Do not believe in JJ McCarthy. Shador Sanders, even if he does what whatever. I I like Shador. My biggest problem with Shador is he holds onto the ball so long and he gets hit a ton. Right? Is that because he needs to hold on to it, or because he's ballsy I, I, enough? I to mean, hold in on fairness, that was my knock on Burrow. Right? Burrow, like it's. I think they hold onto the ball. Trying to make the play, and okay. he, but he's very good with the football. And, he's and how about super Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr.? I think if I had to pick one of the two, I'd pick upside with Penix. Like I feel pretty confident I know what Bo Nix is. Bo Nix is like what? Mm, I think he's kind of like Colt McCoy, but maybe with a better athlete. Like he's bigger than Colt McCoy, and he's more athletic, but it's still kind of the same thing. Like you watch an Oregon game, he's never seen a check down that he can't go to. And Penix Jr.? Penix Jr., the, the right, knock on him. Is- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.